every time we have a revolution, people go through a point of fear. They're like, yeah. whether you're it's going to replace it's me, going to replace yeah. me. I won't have humans won't have jobs anymore. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is every new technology gives birth to a whole new industry. Right. What you can't predict is what that industry will be. Mm-hmm. But you know that that has been the truth ever since. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle Copeland. I'm Edward Copeland. What's up, y'all? How we doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Let's kick this off. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. (laughs) And I want to know if you have a what in the world. I do. I just discovered I didn't know a popular song lyric that you just reminded me. You just made me very aware of. I'm before. walking around the house and I'm singing Lady Gaga applause uh-huh. because I just posted a reel. Jordan just had a show this weekend and I was looking for something quick to just post the one little clip that I got of her. And so I was walking around the house singing, I live for the applause, applause, applause. I live for the applause, applause. So- and so you said... Wait, what? Is that what they say in that song? And so I started singing it and you're like, I don't think I ever knew what they said. I think I don't think I ever like put words to it. I, it just was it just was sounds to you me. You thought it was just so a it was sound. Just like, uh, 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 uh. like I just <laughs> You didn't know there were words. I guess, I guess it was like Fraggle Rock or something like that. Fraggle Rock not Fraggle ages Ro- you. No, not Fraggle know. Rock. What is that that cartoon that it was like wah 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 every time the parents talk? Oh, uh, Snoopy. Every time the parents spoke on Snoopy, like Charlie, Charlie, um, the Peanut Gang. Okay. Right. Every time the parents would talk, mm. it would be wah 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 wah. <laughs> right. You, you didn't remember that? No. You're acting older than I am. <laughs> oh my god. That ages you. No. That, Never say the word just... Fraggle Rock again, and and you shouldn't refer to Snoopy anymore. Do you know what Fraggle Rock is? Do you remember that? Ah, uh, isn't it like Muppet characters or something? Yeah, it's like the, it, during that time, Fraggle Rock they lived underground. Yeah, it yeah. ages you. It doesn't age me. It does. Don't no, bring it up. You know anymore. why it doesn't age me? Because they've just like released new Peanut Gang, like Charlie Brown. Aren't you talking about two different things? I know. Charlie Brown, okay. they just released on Apple TV a show. And then Fraggle Rock, I think they just released that too. So the kids these days know about these things. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. And I don't care if I age myself. That's okay. Whatever. That's all, so that's it's okay. that was my way to the new 40. That's not how old I am. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, wow. You do have a birthday next week, though. I do. Your birthday's coming up. I'm yeah. super excited. Last year, we were in uh, Miami for an event, which we will be there. We're leaving on Friday. Yes, yeah. And this year, though, we're coming home before your birthday. And you're going to do an adult birthday this year and actually work on your birthday. Uh, I, I think that's like, I think you should ditch. That's like horrible. I don't think people should work on their birthdays. Yeah, that's the day you were born. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should we'll see. figure out how to cover yourself. We'll see. Okay. I have a what in the world. Okay. It's two part. Number one, my husband's recently got into golf again, and he wants to go golfing any chance he can. 
which I'm here for. That's great. But you did this thing this week that <laughs> kind of pissed me off. But so we're laying there. We're, we're sitting. In, I don't know where we were sitting in the living room. And he goes, hey, do you want to go to the golf course with me, honey, on Sunday? And I go, why would I go to the golf course with you on Sunday when I don't golf? And you go, oh, I don't know. I just thought maybe you'd want to give it a shot. You want to take me to an actual golf course and have me look ridiculous mm -hmm. and tee off and not be able to hit the ball. No, I don't want to go to the golf course. And so he sits there for a couple minutes and he goes, I was just thinking that I wanted to go to the golf course on Sunday. I go, then say that, dummy. Say, babe, I want to go golfing on Sunday. Is that cool? And I'd be fine with that. But don't act like you want to invite me first. And you said, well, I thought your feelings would be hurt if I didn't include you. And I go, no, that's dumb. If you want to go golfing, go golfing. You don't have to include me in everything, especially when I don't know how to do the thing. Mm hmm. And so you agreed that oftentimes you ask me really ridiculous questions yeah. only because you're trying to hint at something and you want me to offer. Oh, honey, you should go golfing if you want to do that. Just come out and say it next time. That's my what in the world. Just say what the hell you want. You want to go golfing? Go golfing. Go. I got the kid. So that's that. That's number one. Well, yeah, you're right. And I and I I thought about that. And I was just like, yeah, I should just ask. You shouldn't have it, just. But you know, I. It's, it's so, a word. Pussy footing around. <laughs> I hate that word, but that's what you did. You were pussyfooting right. around the I, fact that you wanted to go golfing. I wasn't direct, and I should have just been more direct. Yeah. Don't um, pussyfoot around. I, well, I'm I'm waiting for like a moment when you're saying, "Hey, I really want to. Maybe I want to go to the golf to the I do want to the wanna range, go golf, but I've made but, it clear to you that I want to take lessons first, and I need to get back in the swing of things, literally, before and, I go and, and look ridiculous. Okay, I don't want to be like you know maybe some of your friends where I got the gear, I look suited and booted, I'm on the course <laughs> looking like I know what I'm doing, and then I they're like. Oh yeah, she's overdressed for the occasion. Yeah, no, my my friends want to play golf. They're they're cheap. My cousin, my lovely, beautiful cousin Lamont. La <laughs> he's gonna put his name out there <laughs> like that. Uh, he is like when it comes to his tool, like his clubs and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, he's he just he finds them anywhere he can. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So I want to get better. Speaking of good at golf, like, uh, is this a thing where I think girls and women are making it cool? I think this is a rise. Think it's, a, it's a revolution. I was, uh, we were, I was playing and then at the, like, uh, you know, you have the ninth hole and then you're going back and you're doing the, the back nine. So we're going from the ninth to the 10th and you stop and you get a snack or something at the um, clubhouse mm -hmm. and they had the LPGA tour on. Mm -hmm. So the women's uh, pro golf. And I was just like, they were playing lights out, right? Mm -hmm. I think I saw one girl hit a hole in one. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? That's great. Well, this brings me to another, I guess it'd be considered what in the world. My girlfriend, Marcella, mm -hmm. in the last couple of years, I've invited her to go places. She goes, oh, I can't. I got a golf tournament on Sunday. I'm like, oh, shit. When did you start golfing? Okay, this is cool. And she had mentioned before, well, I got to do it for networking. You yeah. know, she's a business professional. So I was proud of her. So I circled back this year because I want to get into it. I said, hey, did you ever take golf lessons? And she goes, nope. <laughs> I go, wait, I thought you said you've been going to golf courses and stuff. And she goes, I have. I said, so you're just winging it? And she goes, yep, I'm not terrible, but I'm not that great. 
And I was like, okay, that's one way to do it. I'm going to take some lessons and then I'll meet you there. But the point is all but one friend, my one friend, Sophia, she said, nah, golf sounds kind of boring. Mm -hmm. I was like, I knew you'd say that. So a couple of my friends are taking lessons right now. And I think that we're going to get really, really good. Yeah. And then I'm going to wait so that way we can go and then I can make you proud. Okay. Well, I, I can't show wait off for a that. little. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you went golfing yesterday yeah. and I went and I took my bike to the beach and I spent five hours on a major bike ride. And I did this because I was wasting time for Jordan in a production. And so I needed to kill like five hours and I figured it's going to be a nice day. First bike ride of the year. Super excited. So we spent the day, our one day that we usually spend together apart. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's good. Right. We need to miss each other sometime. Right. So I go for this bike ride. I take a little break. I have lunch. It was a great day for me. You had a great day. And then I go, you know what? I'm going to go in Cheesecake Factory because it's my cheat day. And I'm going to get a slice of cheesecake and I'm going to eat it on the beach, right? So I walk into Cheesecake Factory and I go to the line uh, where you just order cheesecake to go. And so I'm scoping them all out, reading all the descriptions. And I was like, I'm going to get something I haven't ever tried before. And so I'm going to go with the Hershey's chocolate um, cheesecake. I was feeling chocolatey, right? So I'm standing there by myself. No one else is in line and there's no one behind the counter. And I'm kind of waiting. And all of a sudden I hear this little girl voice from behind me. And she goes, so what flavor are you going to get? <laughs> And I turn around and it's this like six or seven year old little girl. She's got all these crazy clips in her hair and she just looks like a lot. Right. And I go, excuse me. And she goes, what flavor are you going to get? And I said, oh, I think I'm going to do the Hershey's one. And she goes, literally, I wrote it down. She goes, eh, I wouldn't get that one. That one's not good. <laughs> and the way she said it pissed me off. <laughs> and I was like well, how do you know it's not good? And she goes, because it's not that good. You should get a different flavor. Yeah. And she was just so matter of fact. Opinionated. And little and yeah. opinionated. And I go, well, what flavor are you getting? And I immediately was like combative with her, right? I said, well, what flavor are you getting? And she goes, mm, and she's looking and she goes, I think I'm going to get that one. That one's delicious. And I said, so now I want to fight with her. <laughs> she points at the strawberry one. Right. Yeah. And all it is is a regular cheesecake and it's got strawberries on top. Right. So I don't know why it came out. I said, that one looks boring. <laughs> and she goes, well, it's not. It's delicious. And I said, yeah, you should get something a little more creative. You can get that from anywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. And she goes. Well, it's better than the Hershey's one. And I was like, we're fighting right now. Where, yeah. where is your mother? Yeah. So that was my what in you the world. You threw a low blow like, I bet you can't afford any of these. <laughs> afford? No. So her mom walks up and, you know, they start chatting and she asks her, which one are you going to get? She goes, I'm going to get that one. The mom goes, oh, that one's delicious. I'm like, you guys are way too opinionated here. <laughs> get your own cheesecake. Oh and so God. the follow up question would be, was the Hershey's one not good? Right. And I'd say she was a little bit right, but not really right. It was yeah. good. It was chocolatey, de decadent. But um, I like the Godiva chocolate better. It's more bitter. So get that one instead. <laughs> Anyways, I was just like, oh, she was like, eh, I wouldn't get that one. That one's not good. 
Yes, okay. he, had, he had a lot of opinions Too for much you. opinion. I just don't understand why you wanted to fight with her. I don't she, either. Was, it just came out. I was like, well, that one's not very creative. You should get something else. You I, think, I think anytime someone challenges something you like, all of a sudden it is like a... Not really. It's just that she was half my size telling me what to do, like bossing me around. But I mean, it, it seems more appropriate to come from a child than an adult. I guess. Like if an adult said, ah, that was... You've been like... <laughs> Did you like, are you messing with me? Like, I think it would have been a problem. I guess it was because she was so confident. Yeah. So it was funny. Anyways, I, I did beat up the kid, but I was like, you've sure got a really large opinion right, right now. Right. So that was my funny what in the world. Um, <laughs> Today we're talking about what? We are talking. <laughs> this is a loaded conversation. <laughs> um, So it's interesting because uh, over the last, I would say three, four months, mm-hmm. The world of technology has been buzzing. And Mm -hmm. so for many of you, this will be something that you're hearing more and more about. Mm -hmm. For some of you, this will be the first time you heard about it. Uh, And then there may be a group of people are like, hey, I've been in front of this since the beginning, right? right?" And so several months ago, I came home and I was like, hey, there's this thing called Dolly, right? And I remember coming to you and Jordan. Spell it. So it's D-A-L-L-E. And basically it was an AI software or ai is not a software but it's a, a model ai means artificial, artificial intelligence, intelligence right that basically you type in a text in the description of an image that you would like it to create mm-hmm. and it basically creates that image for so you so you could say purple cow sitting on top of a unicorn right. with party hats on right and the more descriptive you are then this dolly takes it generates an image and, and boom, boom spits it out and so you did a demonstration for us and we were like what, what? the fuck right right <laughs> so then eddie says jordan try it so she tries it and she you just know, goes wild crazy yeah. a frog on a theater stage you know singing blah 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 with backup frog dancers right. um a fox is in the audience like all of this stuff, and it generated it. A hundred percent. And so, you know, you that's more of- It's a, like witchcraft. It's like witchcraft. So for, for us, it was like a parlor trick, right? It was like, oh, look at this. This is a cool thing it can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not much of a Did use you case. Did parlor trick? Yeah, parlor trick. Oh, parlor, parlor trick. Parlor trick, yeah. Okay. I was like using my accent. party trick. Yeah, I was, uh, not a party trick? I don't know. Okay. Uh, parlor Parlor trick. trick. Okay. Yeah. What kind of Parlor. Isn't I don't know. Party trick? I don't know. That's where this, the phrase comes from. It just came out of my mouth. Let me Google that. Yeah, okay. Google that. Go okay, ahead. while you're working on that, I'll keep going. Um, so, and so, what has come from that now is this this understanding that now you can use text to create images, but now you can do it to create video. And so, we'll get into that in a second. But then, shortly after that, uh, learning about that, we hear about this thing called. Chat GPT, right? Mm-hmm. And so I come home and we start having this conversation. I said, check this out. We open it up and all of a sudden this new thing, which is another AI, and it's, a, it's called a large uh, language model, mm-hmm. right? And so basically what it does is it has been trained on a language model up to a certain point. Uh, you know, as far as relevant new information up to, I think, 2021. You're getting complicated. I know. I won't it get into it. sounds complicated. But it, can I but say what it is? Yeah, you can say what it is. Uh, so AI... Chat GPT is what it is. If you've heard the buzz, Chat GPT, basically you prompt it. So people don't know how to use it in the beginning. They use it like a Google. You know, what is Sandra Bullock's last name? That's not the kind of questions that you ask. You would say something like. You would say, act as if you are a a theater critic and write a synopsis about a particular play. And you mm-hmm. can put the play in there. If it's 
something, the reason why I was saying the date is because if it's something too relevant in the last two years, it won't know anything about it, right? right? But if you put anything like about, the la- about Hamilton, it will write a synopsis about Hamilton that's unique, mm-hmm. that is not something that, you know, it's, it's not, not, it's, from not Google. it's not copying from right. Google. It's, cop- it's from an artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. which is, I think for some people, really hard to fathom and understand, but this is real, right? right? Basically, it's, it's thinking on its own, right? And so as, time has gone on, more and more things have now have been incorporated. And the speed in which this technology has moved has been faster than anything else that we've seen in the past 20 to 30 years, right? right? And so the, the adoption rate is remarkable. And what I mean by adoption rate is that it took a long time for people to jump on Facebook. Even though Facebook is super popular, it still took some years, mm-hmm. right? It took years for people to adopt to smartphones, mm-hmm. right? And so this new AI is rapidly adopting faster than anything we've ever seen, which means is that iterations of it are popping up on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. right? And so now new companies are integrating this AI software in what they already have. So wait, just pause. If you're listening to this and you're like, why the hell is the Push Podcast talking about right. in, uh, artificial intelligence? You know, I don't need to ask questions. I've got Google. Well, here's why. We've gone through a few different like revolutions, right? In yeah. our, we've talked before about like the different age uh, generations. Like our mm-hmm. parents went through like the ad- industrial revolution. We've seen the like computer generate right. computer revolution, right? Technology well, revolution. Yeah. What I'll do this, I'll, I'll name some of them and then we'll talk a little bit. Okay. About, yeah. But we're on the verge of another major right. one that is growing so fast. And so I feel like we're thinking that lots of jobs are going to be replaced in the next nine months to a year, if not now. Right. Yeah. So there's whether you're a small business owner, whether you are an attorney, whether you are a coder, whether you are in customer service, whether you're in direct sales, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a student, we're going to have to figure out how this is going to impact us. Like, now, like in right. the next year, it's going to definitely impact your industry, your job, your business, your profession in some way, shape or form. And so we thought it would be important to talk to you about it if it's the first or third time you're hearing about it and you haven't taken it seriously. Like we're on the verge of think back. It was 1996 when email became a big thing. I remember walking the stage at graduation and people were exchanging emails. And I was like, what is an email? Like, that's mm-hmm. how big. And now we can't imagine life without it. This is what's happening right now. Yeah. And just to give even more context to this. So in past revolutions, usually the time span of of a complete transformation or a change and or a radical shift in an industry has taken about a generation mm-hmm. right but we're in, in the precipice of of another major change in the middle of a generation so mm-hmm. folks our age if you're in your you know 40s or late 30s or your 50s and you currently have you know a a, a career or a trade that you're in like you're thinking, we're talking like in the next five years, what what you do will radically change. I don't think five, I think year to two. Right, well, I'm just saying radical change. Like you'll see small changes and then I think you'll see a complete change where you're gonna look back and say, oh my God, it's 2028 and in 2023, this is what's, it was like completely how different. How do we that? get there, yeah. right? And so I think that that's why this is so important because you know what we try to do in the PUSH podcast is we say, hey, here's life's obstacles, 
how do we get past these things? How do we push through? How do we get to a place where we can feel like we have some control and and be able to find success in whatever the change may be. Because you wanted to call this like, don't get replaced. Yeah, don't get left behind. Right. Right. And it's, it's important. It is important. And so let's talk about, so quickly, the revolutions, right? So we have agricultural revolution. We have a, a, a so which agricultural was important because we we started to create crops and the surplus of food. And that was super important. And it's what gave birth to the societies that we know of today, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had industrial revolutions, and this is like the development of new technologies and streams of income, and our factories started to rise, and we started to use people and machinery to actually create products, right? And so that's a huge one, and now that gave birth to it in, uh, in a working class of, of people in our societies. Mm-hmm. Then we went to a transportation uh, revolution, which, that was huge. I think we gloss over that because as vehicles became more affordable and then all of a sudden we had mass transfer transportation, it changed everything as far as industries is concerned. Um, we were able to get back and forth to work faster. And so we had more leisure time because mm-hmm. things became more efficient in that regard. Mm-hmm. And then we had the information revolution. And mm-hmm. so information revolutions were, were in a, where people were impacted from the standpoint where e-commerce, social media, we had now you can work anywhere information was readily available Mm -hmm. and so the need for college and education probably less is impactful because information was everywhere right Right. and so now we're at what we would consider in between information revolution and what was called the fourth industrial revolution Mm -hmm. and so that is now where autonomous vehicles ai renewable energy biotech like are creating new opportunities, mm-hmm. but they're also disrupting opportunities. Previous industries. Right. Yeah. And so now you're talking about the speed in which you're able to do something. If you're a coder, if you're in technology, mm-hmm. it's super fast. I mean, they're using AI now in a lot of motion pictures, right? And so now these things can render special effects faster than, than humans using do. a whole entire crew, right? And makeup so artists now you, and you're right, like and that. so now you have movies that had all these people uh, on the credits, and now you have AI that's taking the place of some of these people, right? And Which so, is saving a ton of money, uh, saving too. a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so we have this kind of collision with also. You know, we're in an economy where high inflation and so you're seeing companies like Disney is, is reportedly going to lay off 4,000 people. And, you know, as of we're sitting today in April 24th, I think today or tomorrow, they're going to be making a major layoffs. Right. So lots of companies are announcing major layoffs. Right. right now. So this is why we felt that this episode was so appropriate, because you have inflation is driving up labor costs. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now companies are having to take austerity measures to say, hey, we've got to stay you know, lean. financially lean mm-hmm. through whatever this uncertainty looks like. But you also have the rise of this new technology that is ready to be used mm-hmm. in most industries. Right. And so how do you prepare for that? How do you get ready for that? How if you're in the middle of your career and your career is one of the things that we kind of like played with uh, chat GPT and say what jobs would be replaced? Mm-hmm. It was a list and the list was pretty staggering. Okay. So before you get into that, can we just talk about the fact that in 2020, when the pandemic hit, it forced small businesses like my business to figure out how to pivot and kind of meet people where they were at based on their needs. It forced large corporations to realize they don't need large headquarters to get productivity out of their people, right? So just from 2020 to 2023, 
we now have uh, people that are opening restaurants, but instead of a brick and mortar restaurant, they're working out of these ghost kitchens. Right. And now you can only access their food through like Uber Eats or Postmates. And they're making a killing having these multi-million dollar businesses. And you never have to provide customer service. You never have to interact with a customer because it's done online through an app, which allows them to save on labor, to save on time. They can now just focus on the one thing and that's getting the food right, right? Right. And the packaging right. And that's it. And so um, you've got all of these things that I don't know if you've been paying attention to, but lots of disruption that so like that's an example of the food industry, right? You have Amazon, which now you can't ever meet somebody who's not like, oh, I'll order that on Amazon. It'll be here by tomorrow. We all heavily rely on it. So it has conditioned the buying patterns and buying behaviors of customers because now we want everything on demand, right? We were talking earlier about like, do you remember Blockbuster? Back in the day, you had to get in your car, drive and go get something, and now you can stream it, right? So you don't have to leave. So like, let's take another industry. Like my family's always been in the car industry. And we were talking the other day about the fact that we literally bought a Tesla from your phone. Right. And if I work, you know, my family owns Sanborn Chevrolet in Northern California. If I own Chevrolet or, you know, GMC or Ford, I'm trying to figure out how the F Tesla figured it out, but I still have to take six hours from every one of my customers and make them sit in a a dealership and sign all this paperwork and get approved, like get it together. I mean, literally as a consumer, I am mad. I'm mad that the rest of the auto industry doesn't get on Tesla's level. And I know that it's going to be in the next five years that everyone is now able to buy a phone online. And you see indicators of that with Tesla. You see uh, CarMax now or Carvana mm-hmm. has an app where you can buy a vehicle, gets delivered right. to you. So we're starting to see a huge industry shift in the car industry. But we want to talk about how AI and this new chat thing, this new artificial intelligence can impact a multitude of professions. Right. And one of the things that was really interesting is they did a test where, um, talk about the medical industry, right? Mm-hmm. And so you think about doctors and seeing a doctor or, or um, going to a number of checkups. So they basically, they said, hey, we're going to take these symptoms and we're going to make sure we communicate it into uh, AI. And we're going to say, hey, these are all of our symptoms. Uh, and then we're going to go to a doctor and we're going to tell them the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And so they went to multiple doctors. Mm. And so out of the multiple doctors, two out of the think of the three had a different prognosis mm-hmm. or diagnosis for it. Mm-hmm. And on the AI, the AI matched the two. And then as they kind of went and said, let's get another one. What they found is that three out of the four had this was the prognosis and it was the same as the AI. So. You entered everything, said nothing different, and all of a sudden you get an AI telling you exactly what's wrong with you. Right. And so now, what does that do? Right. right? And so you think about all these things that kind of change um, industries. So can I just say, though, it's not like WebMD, where you go on and you Google, I have a headache, I have diarrhea, and I have (laughs) a fever. Like, it's not like that. It's like, I'm a 47-year-old patient, I'm female, no heart conditions, blood panel comes back normal, like you give it all of the data that the doctor would collect and the chat, the AI can now determine what causes or, uh, or, 
what do you call it? Uh, diseases right. or whatever, like they are giving, AI is giving basically like a prescription of this is what we believe it to be. Yeah. And you're saying that the the artificial intelligence was more right than the doctors. There were four doctors, three of them got it right and AI got it right. And it got, yeah, and so they, they what they've said is that it's going to get even more accurate right? Um, as, as it, it continues as to it learn. As it continues to learn because the more people use it, the more it learns. Right. And so it's one of those things where it builds upon itself uh, and it gets more and more accurate. I mean, obviously today it's going to be drastically different than a year from now. Right. It's going to be totally different from six months from ten, from today as far as its accuracy. So I'll tell you what, someone asked me to leave them a testimonial for a course that I had purchased. And I was like, oh, I hate writing testimonials. Like I, I need them as my as a business owner. But I also like you can only say so many things. Right. right. So I went on to chat AI and I said, act as though I worked with X, Y and Z company. I took their course. It was six weeks. I had uh, these things that helped my business. Um, the course was put together really well. The teachers were amazing. Write a testimonial that they can use for their website. And within three seconds, it generated something that I was like, that's better than any testimonial that I would have written. And it would have taken me 30 minutes to be thoughtful. Like oh that. my God. That's so I hilarious. copied it, pasted it, sent it to someone, the person that asked. And they said, this is the best testimonial I've ever received. Thank you so much. I'm going to use it on my website. The thing is, is it's original. So it's like I prompted it, right? right? So I got the response out of it. So it's not some generic thing that someone else would also use. Another thing we asked it to do was say, like, pretend Whitney Houston is the greatest artist of all time. Write a poem that rhymes <laughs> about so including some of the songs that she's you right. know written in the past. And within three seconds, we were on like, oh, my God, I can't believe that that happened. Like, it was so good. Right. And it was just Amazing. Yeah. So and things it, you think that it can't do that would take you forever to do. You're just prompting it and then asking it to do something and it does it. Right. So say, for example, you wanted Barack Obama to do a voiceover for you. Mm -hmm. Right. There are AI software now. OK, that wait, have, you're talking about different things. So we were using chat AI. We right. talked about Dolly, which was for images. We talked about chat AI, which is for typing and prompting. Right. So so let's just finish that off. If you own a business, whether it's a law firm, you have a friend that owns a law firm. You've got a friend whose wife uh, does financial uh, estate planning. Right. Either way, if I own a bakery or a restaurant, we're doing some sort of client facing interaction where you're going to probably write an email, draft a proposal, send a thank you note, something like that. You tell the AI what to do and it generates it in seconds. Right. So that's the text part of AI. Now you're going to a different part well, okay, of AI, so I'm glad which you is did voiceovers. That. Right. So let me let me slow down a little bit because okay. I'm, I'm moving the speed of yeah, AI right now. You're too excited about okay. this right now. <laughs> All right. So let's think about this. So for those who are listening to this right now, I know this is a lot of what we're talking about, and maybe you already know a lot about this stuff, but what we want to talk about is like the impact to your life that it, this can mean and what you need to do to get prepared for it. And so we asked basically AI, like, what jobs will you replace? Mm -hmm. And it said, number one was customer service, mm -hmm. right? AI chatbots can basically do voice assistance and walk you through solving whatever issue you have. And as technology improves, the more and more complex, it will be able to handle many, many different things that you say, which it already does from a tech standpoint. 
data entry clerks, right? So anyone who has entered data, like this will be something that AI could do very easily. Financial analysts, right? And so this is a big one because it can scour so much data faster than any human that this mm -hmm. is going to be far better than what a human could do anyway. Manufacturer workers, right? And so many routine manufacturing tasks can be taken on by AI-powered machines. Drivers and transportation workers, right? So we talked about the, the transportation uh, revolution. Now that being rocked by self-driving uh, cars. And let me tell you, autonomous vehicles are on the rise. Mm -hmm. They're already being used. Accountants. Why on earth would you need an accountant, right? You just get someone, you get AI to do all your stuff. Once QuickBooks incorporates AI into their system, you don't need an accountant anymore. Retail workers. The rise, obviously, people use online sale, online to, to do shopping. If you have AI power that can handle many tasks like inventory management, pricing, customer service, all those things. So then I asked, okay, so that's great. What other things will be impacted by this change? Real estate agents, administrative assistants, teachers and trainers, legal professionals, right? So if the AI already knows the law and you just, you basically scan a document, it's going yeah. to say, summarize this, what key things should I be looking out for? It's going to highlight those things right. and it's going to give you guidance, right? right? And so that's crazy. Uh, marketing and advertising and, and then also IT support and technicians, right? And so- you know, AI will be able to fix multiple issues when it comes to what's going on with your IT if you have a company or whatever it may be. And so you say all that and you think about whatever you do right now. If you listen to the, the Push podcast, like think about like what you do right now and how AI can impact that. And then you've got to be thinking, OK, I need to learn how to work this mm -hmm. and I need to be able to person to, to like be aware of, the, of what's how I can use it now. Yeah. But also you need to be thinking, if I get replaced, what will I do next? Right. That's a big one. If you got replaced by some sort of automation, what would you do next? What comes to mind is this weekend I was having dinner with Jasmine before the show and before they got there because they were lost in downtown L.A. But before they got there, I made friends with the people next to me. Uh, I think her name was Rashawn. Somehow we start talking and she says, oh, yeah, I work for Uber Eats mm. and we have these autonomous delivery bots that, you know, go out and they do the food deliveries. And right. I was like, wait, I think I've heard of it. But what? And she said, yeah, we recently just finished completing four, the four millionth food delivery. So you'll see these robots kind of going throughout downtown L.A. and they're going from like one location with food to another location and doing a delivery that puts every <laughs> Postmates driver out. Right. Right. So if you're just right now trying to earn some extra cash and you're delivering for Instacart, Postmates, whatever, like in the next five years, you're going to be replaced by a robot. I went to some airport recently. I was going through an airport and there was this crowd around the Starbucks, but it was up, it covered in glass. And they were, there were only machines. You type in what you want and it's like shaking the stuff, steaming the milk. It's only a robot. It's making, and I thought it was genius. Right. You know why? I'm here for it because my coffee's different every day at Starbucks. And I think that if we, had machines making stuff like this, <laughs> it would be more accurate, right? Right. And so there's so many things that in the next few years, that's kind of what we're wanting you guys to understand. And this isn't like a scare tactic to no, say like your think, job's going to be replaced. But I think that 
we should all be thinking, what will I do if my job does get eliminated? And then I think- we'll and what other skills do I have? Right. What will happen first is that AI will be a collaborator. I right? think it is. Yeah. And so like you can use it now to collaborate, to help you create in, in, in rapid fashion. So you should be able to take what you normally do mm -hmm. and allow this to kind of expedite things. So th something that would take you you know, 20, 30 minutes now takes you five. I'll give you an example. Right? So really quick. So as you do that, uh -huh. one of the things that's super important, as you start to shorten the amount of time it takes for you to do something, it is going to be required of you to figure out what will you do differently. So mm -hmm. one of the things we got challenged by a mentor is that if you had to replace 70% of the work that you normally do with different work each year, what would you do? That time has come, right. right? Because now what you spend all your time on now gets shrunken. And now as a human, you've got to come up with, okay, from a creative standpoint or from an ingenuitive standpoint, different work that you need to do to produce and contribute more to society in order to have success, in order to have yeah. financial income that actually supports your life. So I'll give you an example. If we have an administrative assistant or a virtual assistant that's helping us manage uh, like our support email for our courses, someone defaults on a payment, right now that person is like, hey, just to let you know your payment right. defaulted. We could set something up between AI and Zapier that says, if this defaults, then send this message out. Right. If we don't hear back from them within three days, do X, Y, and Z and revoke their access. Like right. nobody is needed to do that. It's something that right now we could set up. Yeah, I mean, they've already, so before we get into the voice thing, you take chat GPT and now there's auto chat GPT. <laughs> well, basically now you can tell it what to do mm -hmm. and then it will start to create tasks. And from those tasks, it will start executing on tasks. So for example, if we say, hey, we wanna go on a vacation to, the Bahamas. The Bahamas. And we want to- We're bringing five of us. Right. We're yeah. bringing five friends. And here's some of the things we want to yeah. do. Water sports. We're right. looking so for So now the AI is going to come with a task list. And then it's going to start using itself to create assignments and execute those things to book everything for right. you. And so now you've gotten to this place where it has like created this efficient trip for you mm -hmm all based on your descriptions yeah. of it, right? And so that's a powerful, powerful thing. And so now you got to think, okay, now what do I need to do with right. my life, right? Yeah. So so the, the thing I was going to say, just to add to this is like, think about what things, one, you need to embrace the, the technology, mm -hmm. uh, maybe even learn something, like mm -hmm. take a course or some sort to learn more about this technology. Mm -hmm. And maybe you re are redefining what your uh, your career looks like yeah. by being something that could be ahead of this. Like we're in the, we're in the forefront. Like this is the time yeah. is now. I started listening to a couple of podcasts that were just about chat GPT. And the, some of the podcasts are made, like the actual podcast is just a recording of a bot that gives you a daily update. Oh, so the whole entire podcast is like a, a pre-recorded like voice message. Mm. It says, today, here are the new updates for chat GPT intelligence, right? Right. And the reason why it's important is because so much is happening, not just like once a month there's an update or there's something new, but they're saying it's like every couple of days there's some new like plugin or some new innovation or someone's having a discovery because they used it to do something. So just this past week, it was a guy said he wanted to take a trip to Napa Valley. There were five people. They wanted to eat at the best pizza restaurant. 
one night. They needed to stay away from white wines. Uh, they wanted to do some other adventures that did not involve alcohol. Keep it kid friendly. Yeah. We need lodging. We want everyone to be under one roof. And so book the trip for us. And it literally came back with like the best pizza restaurants. Right. Here's some ideas for Airbnbs that are available. And it's like, would you like me to book this? Yes. Right. And it books it. It's the crazy. entire trip, you don't have to do any research. No trip advisor, no Google reviews, Yelp reviews, none of that. It's combing the internet for you and it's giving you the top rated options yeah. based on your criteria. So the only one that could be the problem if you don't enjoy it is you didn't ask <laughs> the right questions. Right. Literally, yeah. right? So yeah. when you say use it as a collaborator right now, that's what I've been doing. So for example, we have to come up with ideas for podcasts and titles all the time. And so I can ask ChatGPT, this podcast is about X, Y, and Z. Here are some titles that I'm considering. If we're targeting listeners who are about 35 to 40 years old, they listen to cool things and we want to keep it trendy, conversational, and friendly, what are some suggestions, some alternate title suggestions for this episode? And it would generate 10 different titles. Right. Like that's how amazing this is. Yeah. And I'm only gonna get a shit output if I put a shit input, right? Like if I ask a Correct. crappy question, then it doesn't know what to do. But if I give it like our audience avatar, the tone and the voice that we speak to you guys in, it's gonna give me amazing title ideas. Yeah, and people are using it now for new businesses. They call themselves prompt engineers, right? And so they're like, hey, we've mastered how to get the best yep. response and results from chat GPT. And so those are things you have to refine and have to continue to work on. And that's part of embracing this technology. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you and you say to yourself all the time, I'm not techie, mm -hmm. like that's Stop a problem. Yeah. That's a problem, right? And so I think the other piece that we were just kind of alluding to and you kind of spoke to as, as far as the podcast is now AI has the ability to learn voices. Yeah. And so not only does it learn voices, but you can have ChatGPT create something, a narrative or a poem or a song or whatever it is. Using and Barack use Obama's Barack voice. Barack Obama's voice. Yeah. We've heard songs. I heard this other day, someone took a Nas song mm -hmm. and put Jay-Z's voice on it. Oh my gosh. And it's, it's Jay-Z's voice, amazing, yeah. right? And then this other guy wrote a song and used Kanye's voice mm -hmm. and then compared it to with that. his. And all of a sudden you go... Oh, his voice made Kanye's voice yeah. made it sound like a better. And that song. sounds like a problem. Yeah, and, and it is because I heard in that same thread of conversations, people were like, "Think about how you could use this for the good, right. and think about how you could use this for the bad." Because the AI doesn't know whether it's good or bad; it's just really at the mercy of the prompter, right? Right. right. So someone said, "Think about the time where, in the near future." You have a kid living in another country, attending university, which we do, and someone calls you and it's your kid's voice saying, I'm in a lot of trouble. I need some help. I got locked up in prison, blah, 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 blah. 
you would do anything, right? So I heard it and I immediately, my heart started pounding and I was like, I was like <laughs> literally if I heard Kayla's voice say she was in trouble, like, so we immediately were like, we need family code words. Right, like right. we need words that no one would know. It's like a passcode. Yeah. Right. Because then think about how many like robot calls you get right now. You don't answer every single call thinking it's emergency. You assume it's a robot call, right? right? So imagine you get 10 calls a day and it's your kid's voice. And you're like, ah, that's not my kid. Ah, right. that's not. You have to like find a way to work around it, just like we work around the robocalls. Right. It's insane and, to think and, about. And that's the the dangers of mm-hmm. this. So, like with any new, you know, revolution, there's mm-hmm. going to be dangers. There's going to be displacement. I think that the one thing that I and, and we've kind of mentioned and talked about, but when you think about like, all right, so in five years. If what I'm doing is no longer available, mm-hmm. right? It is replaced. What will I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, how do I prepare for that? And I think that the biggest thing is that when you think about what humans can do that a technology can't, is it's going to be the nuance, yeah. right? And so, it's going to be a, a bit of how creativity works, right? It's going to be um, how you work with this technology to create something that no one else can create. Mm-hmm. So the same, I think, laws will apply, mm-hmm. right? The more unique you are, the better, how more talented you are, the better you'll do, right? But I think the thing that what we're seeing is, is that the rise of certain industries, I was looking at this article and it said that the fastest growing industries are basically service-based, yeah. right? And so- I don't know about you, but for those who are looking for financial freedom, I don't think it's going to come through a service-based work, mm-hmm. right? And so, so shipping and delivery services is the is the one of the fastest growing, right? Obviously, Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Healthcare industry is another fast one. Travel and food industry, so all like service, yeah. online retailer, and then the last one is AI revolution. And so you're thinking, well, what can I do in AI? Well, there's a lot you can do when it comes to AI because AI will create new jobs. right? And so that's the thing we haven't talked about, which is the hardest thing to predict, is what will be the new job? So, mm-hmm. so when you think about the fact that every time we have a revolution, people go through a point of fear. They're like, yeah. you know, whether you're it's going- It's going to replace me. It's going to replace me. I won't have, humans won't have jobs anymore, mm-hmm. right? But the reality is, is every new technology gives birth to a whole new industry. Right. What you can't predict is what that industry will be, mm-hmm. but you know that that has been the truth ever mm-hmm. since. And whether it be, I mean, I, I asked the AI, what jobs will you need? Like what jobs will collaborate best with you? And they said AI trainers. Mm. AI ethics specialist, so mm-hmm. someone who has a philosophy or ethics degree, uh, AI interaction designers, so people who are designing what the mm-hmm. AI experience would be, data privacy specialists, machine learning engineers, uh, digital transformation consultants. This is a big one. So, like for example, the more you, if you are a person that loves to get in technology, just know that there are going to be business owners that are be like, I don't even know where yeah. to start. Mm-hmm. And so these, this is a consultant that would say, Hey, I'm going to help you get take your business yeah. and and make it, you know, more efficient. And then obviously, like cybersecurity analysts. So those are things that I thought, Wow, that's pretty interesting. Right. And so then I asked it well, what education would you need? And the AI spit out, like, here are the, the, the educations that you would need to do those jobs. So what degrees or education yeah. should you pursue? So it says a bachelor or a master's degree in computer science, mm. information technology related to the field required, so AI, mm-hmm. so experience and training education. 
So it, it even mentioned course, Coursera. Mm. So going online and going and taking online courses so mm. you learn how to train an AI, right? This is the first time I've ever seen a philosophy degree. Mm. <laughs> philosophy ethics uh, is important because you the, the AI will be need to be trained on ethics and, and things of that nature. And then graphic design uh, was another one. A degree in law so that you, you can train the AI on the law, mm. right? And so all these things, and so it doesn't mean, so you get a law degree, you get a data science degree, um, like all these things you can take online if you're an adult, right? And I think the biggest one um, is learning how to code. And so that's one of those things where I think most adults say, I don't know anything about that, but mm -hmm. you can take coding classes and teachers and learn how to code in a matter of weeks. Right. But the AI is also coding too. Right. And so what you would do is you would be a collaborator. Mm -hmm. So you would have an idea, you would come up with something, and then you would, since you understand coding, you can use the AI to code the gaps and where yeah. you make mistakes or where you need things. I'll give you an example. We have an idea for an app for our business, and Eddie asked uh, ChatGPT, write code for this app that does da-da-da-da-da, hits enter, and all of a sudden it gave us a bunch of code. And I <laughs> thought it was so cool, and I go, what the fuck does that mean? Like, if only now we were website builders and we knew right. what to do with the code. Right. We, I just was a copy and paste it into your WordPress site and it just makes it happen. No. So we have to take a coding class, right. right? So we are trying to, you know, on the push podcast, we try to bring you things that really push us to help practice what we're preaching to you. And so we're looking into courses that will yeah. allow us to move swiftly with the changing times. And we're also talking to our kids about these things. Like you need to have an education in something that's not going to be an industry that's impacted or you know, replaced or yeah. like becomes a dying industry. And so lucky for us, people will always need to be entertained, <laughs> right. right? And that's the thing. And so I think that those are the things you want to think about is like, what makes you unique? What makes you special? Leaning into that, but also understanding the knowledge that you're going to need. So the learning agility and flexibility that you need to have in the next four to five years will be crucial. Yep. Do not get rigid around what you do, yeah. thinking that it will always be here. And stop saying you're not a techie, because if you lived around the time where now we use email every right. single day and we can't function without email, text messaging, and social media, yeah, then you know what it's like to go through a, some sort of technology revolution. We're on the cusp of another one, but it's moving 200 times faster. Yeah. And so stop saying that you're not a techie. If this episode was important to you, if it was insightful, if you got something out of it, if you have something to add to the conversation around AI or where we're going in the future with technology, please, this is the episode I want you to comment on on Apple. Just leave us a review, ask questions, share, contribute because this is going to happen so fast and we all need to kind of yeah, pull like, each other together like and we're going to have to have we're going to have to have updates cuz well we'll it, have a guest on that can yeah. maybe explain it better than we can cuz i think we're using it for bottom of the barrel type stuff oh yeah and there are people who are booking entire trips to Napa Valley and <laughs> you're like i haven't done that right so let us know what your thoughts are we hope you guys enjoyed this we're always trying to bring you stuff that will make us better and so this is our way of pushing us all through this next really important revolution. We'll right. see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. 
hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.